0: Hello. Why can't I hear you? Dang it, I see you, but I don't hear you. Okay. Oh, okay, there you are.
1: Old people and technology. <laughs> okay. We should not be doing this. <laughs>
0: Okay, now I hear you. I think <laughs> I had picked the wrong microphone because like, I heard you the first time, but I was it was like so far away. Oh, okay.
1: Well, and Maybe I'm I I sitting in a little hovel. You don't know. You don't know my <laughs> life. Actually, you do. I do. <laughs> you just read my life, damn it. You know it.
0: I did, and I have it in my phone so I can check it.
1: Yeah, make Whoa. sure I'm lying. You're like, uh-uh-uh. I'm going to fact check <laughs> you on this shit. Um, you're telling me about your Moscow Mule? Yes. yes. This nice is a that needs to be on a podcast. Yeah, it's good. I don't even know how to edit this, so this is just experimentation. We'll see how this is, and it might be fun, it might be terrible. That's okay. That's life. That is life. So. Yes, Moscow Mule. Poor man's Moscow Mule.
0: And I mean, i a guess that ginger beer really isn't that much more. Exciting. Yeah. I wish I could figure out a way to leave this on. I feel like I have to keep touching. So Nick, you're starting a podcast.
1: I am. I am. Uh, a friend of mine, uh, I did two episodes of his podcast, uh, Rick Retreat. He does like mostly horror stuff. And so we reviewed... Uh, the movie x and pearl that's where mm-hmm. i got the that's where i got the idea and i was like oh maybe and i told him i said well i was thinking about it he's like well what do you like what do you want to talk about i'm like eh, everything i said right. i like i like madonna I, i'm writing a book i'm dealing with trauma i love halloween all the things and he said call it trauma i'm like
0: sure sounds fun that's a good name that's- i think
1: and I don't want to just focus on trauma. I don't want to just focus on Madonna. I don't know. I just my brain's been all over the place as per usual.
0: Right. Well, you know, with podcasts, I kind of sometimes prefer the ones that like are more conversational than like a pre written yeah. lecture form. I, I know a lot of people like that, but I don't. Yeah. So, I think the, the only thing I that's- like the chaos ones. The only thing that's
1: been on my mind recently that I've been like delving into has been fandom,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but like I'm on a broad spectrum, right? Because right. um, it started with uh, Madonna getting sick and then canceling the tour, or at least rescheduling it. And I all yeah. these
0: fans, has she rescheduled it yet? Uh,
1: they're starting, I guess, in October in uh, Europe. And hmm. then we were supposed to see her in September. Oh. And so the first leg has just been moved. And yeah. all these people are like, oh, she was having, you know, she had her butt pads removed. She, you know, she faked it. She's not ready to sell this thing. And it's just like, I, it started me going on this spiral of uh, fandom.
0: Right. And her- she did want to get her butt removed. And that's why, like, you know what? It's Let's her like, You cares? get to do that. Yeah. <laughs> if we get to call in sick to our shitty stupid jobs for lame reasons that we lie about, why shouldn't Madonna? Yeah.
1: Well, there was this guy who's like, well, uh, she owes me. And I'm like, she doesn't owe you shit. She doesn't owe you anything.
0: He has a tally of all the times that he has done something for Madonna that yeah. she owes him for.
1: Well, and then he was telling all these fans, because they're like, oh, yeah, you know, I want to see her too, but, you know, I just want her to be healthy. And they're like, oh, I've been to see her 10 times. And he's like, oh, 10 times? I see her that much on the first leg and blah, blah, blah. blah. And he's like telling everybody whether they're fans or not. And I'm like, what constitutes a fan, really? It's just, who who is anybody to say?
0: Well, and are you a fan if you've seen her 10 times a tour, but you treat her like she shouldn't be a human being (laughs) (laughs) I mean
1: to me like being a fan of something is more of the feeling and what you get from it not I have all the things and I'm you know yeah I I agree the number one fan unless you're uh, uh, Annie Wilkes from mystery (laughs) (laughs) and And do you
0: want to be that
1: yeah that's taking it to a very unhealthy place yeah I don't know but I guess mostly what I've been thinking is is like fandom but also like why people like what they like like I don't really care about the what it's more the
0: why Mm -hmm. I I think that's really interesting I know you're
1: very interested in in true crime Mm -hmm. mm-hmm We trade shows and documentaries and such, and of course, you know there there are things that I've tried to get on board, like Ninety Day
0: Fiance, and I just I can't. <laughs> but you know what? It's probably better for you because I brought my husband down that road, and now he's like, "I want to get off. I want I want out of this." But I'm like, "There's no escape. You have to watch the 900 spinoffs with me." Yeah, and it's, you're not allowed to not like it anymore. So just buckle up, buddy.
1: Yeah, I tried. There's so many of those, like I some I get into and I'm surprised. Like I started watching Celebrity Big Brother mm-hmm. and I'm like so into it. and I can't stop watching. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I'm like, it's fine. <laughs> uh, it just, I guess it depends on the mood you're in, but I mean, I get it. It is interesting. It is more fun to watch somebody's train wreck
0: rather than your own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That's 100% why I'm watching things like that
1: you're just like well my life sucks but it could be
0: worse <laughs> it could be on 90 day fiance
1: oh my god well then maybe that's the only way
0: i'll get married on 90 day fiance <laughs> <laughs> if you were on 90 day fiance that would be oh my god i'll find the an exciting next moment, moment of my life <laughs> I actually did know a girl that was on one of them and that was like a highlight for me
1: oh my god was a big what what transpired
0: well she was the friend of the person who was actually in the train wreck so which was nice because i didn't have to watch her suffer i could just like be like look i know her while her friend suffers but that show (laughs) is always just like some poor person one person or the other and it doesn't necessarily always it's not always the american it's not always not the american but there's usually one person who's just like save yourself from this horrible other person yeah, just here to make your life miserable. I personally prefer when it's an American man whose life's being ruined by a non-American person. That's the highlight for me.
1: Well, I actually prefer when men in general have their lives ruined, but you know, that's just, that's a personal...
0: They could just make a reality show of that. Just any just, way that a man's life can be ruined.
1: It's I can't remember the quote, but when Cher was talking about um not the mama, I'm a rich man, but uh something about they're asking about if she needs a man or something. Mm-hmm. And then uh I guess she was like, I don't understand the question or something like that. I'm paraphrasing and I'm doing terrible. I don't know. If we ever need to know about men, just ask Cher. Yeah.
0: I believe that. I believe that.
1: I don't know. It's just one of those things, too. It's like, well... You you kind of sometimes wonder like how people would be so desperate to get to the, wanting to be on 90 day fiance, but then. I wonder
0: how they find. Yeah. That.
1: Well, but then again, you get sick of dating and then you're 45 and you're like, well, fuck, it's never going to happen. I'm like, maybe. So it's not that far. <laughs> true. I don't true. know who that could be though. I mean, not, not me. I think it would just be fun. I would love to be on like a dating show or like a game show, like uh, almost like how they had
0: singled out. Oh my god!
1: <laughs> I'm showing my age, minus Jenny McCarthy because she's a horrible person.
0: Oh yeah, she she's like the um,
1: anti vaxxer anti-vax
0: and like autism mom type thing. I forgot about yeah. that.
1: Yeah, she's like you know. <sighs> She's got an autistic kid, but she is just weird about it. I don't know. Yeah. She's, she's no, I, the weird do.
0: I forgot about that.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm always here. Well, I feel like we take turns reminding each other of horrible people. <laughs> As Aquarians, we don't forget.
0: No. No, we don't.
1: <laughs> you're like, you're a horrible person. I'm going to take that to the grave.
0: My best friend, her... Okay, I'm not going to air her entire dirty laundry here, but she has a friend now, who's a girl that we hated in college, and she's always trying to be like, "Come out with me." And this girl, whose name is Becky, which I find really funny. Really funny. Don't you remember? I remember, <laughs> and I will never forget. And she's like, "Come on, that was so long ago." And I'm like, "No." Yeah, I will no. never. And she's a Capricorn, so she's like the bigger hater of the two of us, but she forgets i guess and i'm like no i will harbor this grudge for the rest of my life and i will never forget what she did to us 30 years ago
1: yeah i'm that person where i break up with somebody and they're dead like i can't like everybody's like you're an asshole and i'm like i don't know it's just you can't go backwards you can't just be like oh we've been intimate we've had this relationship and now we're just friends and cute like no
0: i can be friends with exes i can't that's okay. And that know. would be also like the in, the people that like, we just have really bad taste next Let's see what it is. No. But no, I think like it depends on what happens between you, right? Like some people, there are like two guys that I'm like, never again, I would not cross the street if you were on fire and I was holding a glass of water. <laughs> but most of them I'm okay with. I don't want to like see you every day, but I'm not yeah. like upset that you still exist.
1: Yeah, no, I have bad taste. Historically, I've been attracted to like, I guess, the bad boys or whatever. I'm like, oh, you're wrong for me. You're an awful person. Cool, let's do this. <laughs> My type is a um, emotionally unavailable man, baby.
0: Well, if they're emotionally unavailable, then you can like assign so many um, things to that unavailability. You can just like decide what that means, right? You can just like <clears throat> this means all these other really cool, exciting things and not just that you're super lame. Yeah. That's why I like that kind of person because you can kind of fill it. Yeah. When the reality is the blank is probably just cause there's nothing really there. Yeah. A blank slate is so easy to write on.
1: Yeah. I know. I've just had so many guys where like I should go for them and in like dating profiles and even like, f- Opinions from certain friends are just like, Oh, you should go for like the boy next door or whatever. And I'm just always like, It's boring. Yeah. But then again, I give bad advice because people are like, Oh, you know, I don't know who to date and I don't know what to do. And I'm like, Don't date an artist, don't date a musician. I'm like, shit, I'm just telling them not to date me. <laughs> <Huh>. <laughs> like, but I know how we are though.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not like
1: a musician. I'm not like one of those. I mean, I've dated of enough that of temperament,
0: the artistic temperament. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. It's hard. It's hard dating somebody creative. I think you can be creative, but you just have to be supportive. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's hard when you're creative yourself and you're trying to, you know, support somebody who is creative. Like my ex did like music and art, all that. And uh, I feel like I just yokoed my way through the relationship.
0: <laughs> you know what, though? Like, that actually, there's like Yoko is, in my opinion, a better artist than John, John Lennon. Lennon. Yeah. So there's, there's like a deeper meaning there, Nick. Like, you yokoed that because, like, maybe the other guy thinks he's really cool, like John Lennon does. But the reality is that what it's been like 40 years John and the dead and Yoko is still here yoko
1: yeah no I respect her as an artist and a person and her point of view and everything I did see her once the Tibetan Freedom concert and that was not
0: cute but No, she's not uh, a performer that is pleasant experience <laughs> which I kind of <laughs> like about her too she's all here I'm going to make this real unpleasant for you. You ready? Let's do it. And everyone, you, you have to just like sit there and deal with Yoko Ono being Yoko Ono.
1: Oh, we went and looked at the merch booths when she was singing or quote unquote singing.
0: Was that the like Beastie Boys Tibetan thing in the yep. 90s? I remember uh-huh. when the Beastie Boys were like, hey guys, Tibet. And everyone's like, now yeah. we care deeply about Tibet.
1: That was such a good show, but I was so angry for the longest time. And I've redirected my anger. Um, angry at no, I was angry at rage against the machine but I shouldn't have been angry at them I what forgive was, what but-
0: they
1: do? Well they didn't do anything see what happened was there were two stages and Rage Against the Machine performed and then right after was uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers and that was when Anthony Kiedis still the long hair and right. he didn't porn stash and he was like still godlike
0: <laughs> He really was a cute long-haired guy, and I do not like long-haired men. No, offense oh, long-haired, long-haired men
1: is like my kryptonite. I'm like, that makes me weak. If you got long hair and tattoos and you're tall and you can paint and do music, it's it's over.
0: If you're not native with long hair, I'm it's probably not happening. That's the only way.
1: Um, but yeah, I was so was waiting for the chili peppers, and I was at the stage where they were supposed to perform, and I was front row and then uh probably killing in the name of came on or something and a giant mosh pit came up and it threw me all the way back and i was wearing i was wearing some fishnet shirt my belly button piercing got caught on it it was just like and then i got then i just went to the bleachers and cried because i was like i want to see anthony front row and i did not
0: like the, the machine raged so hard that my belly button ring yeah. was torn from my body. Did it? Wait, did it tear it
1: oh, oh, just I It just caught. Um, Still painful. Got, but yeah, I was wearing this long sleeve fishnet shirt and like black jeans. And I had my hair, it was like shaved underneath, but it was like down on my shoulders. And I had these like braided pigtails because, you know, why not? There's this? Like, these, uh, 98? Okay. 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 Yeah, so, but for the longest time I was mad at Rage Against the Machine and I was like, it was just the bro, you know, the the, the mosher. Right. People.
0: I know. Was, the mosh people. They, I have feelings about mosh pits. I
1: I've have been a in lot a, of feelings. And I have a lot of people who don't believe me but I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I'm not that I'm not that big of a F word. Mm. <laughs> I'm afraid of saying it out loud because they'll come get me. Yeah. <laughs> I still say it though. And I love it. But you're anyway. allowed to say it, right? I know. I guess I can say fag. So I'm not you that big. Say- of a fag. I've been in the mosh pit, but I've also, I can do makeup and good things. And, you know, I can, I can change a tire and do your makeup.
0: And on that's of the, really a, a like a Renaissance man, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm a well-rounded homo. My, my younger son, he is, he is, uh, he's been trained a little more than my older son by me because I homeschool him. So no. he's very conscious of like words and meanings and stuff. And he, he'll always remind me that like, it's okay. If, Cause I use, obviously I use the word bitch constantly, but I've like explained to him like, you know, it's a reclamation. Like I can say it as a woman. And I always teach him like, you will hear people say these words that I teach you not to say, but, like, other people get to say them. Like, that's their reclamation. Like, gay men get to call themselves that if they'd like to. Yeah. God damn it. If, if there's nothing else that you get to do, it's that.
1: I know. And then there's my brother, who is one of those, like, I love him to death, but he actually uses that word. And I'm like, you can't say it. I'm like, oh, my brother's gay. I'm like, no. He doesn't he get also- to
0: use that. The my, Well, my best friend and my brother is...
1: No, it got worse because then he was like, he used the N-word and he's like, I have black
0: friends. And I'm like, don't you dare. (laughs) I know. He's older than you, right? So he's like, what, in his late 40s, early 50s at this point? He's like 47,
1: almost 48. I guess he can be 48 in September, probably.
0: I feel like that era of Gen X people is an interesting era because they're like on this cusp of almost being boomers. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah, they're, they're like how we're on the cusp of Gen X, Millennial. Like, right. there's a cusp of Gen X, Boomer, and like that's the that's when it comes into play. When you're like, are you sure? Do you really want to? Is that how you want to? That's the stance you want to take.
1: Well, and I think for me and my household, especially, like um, I used to think that my mother was a Boomer, but she was actually the Silent Generation, which is worse.
0: Such a <laughs> such a great name.
1: Yeah. It's like, you shut up, you have no opinion. Okay, cool. My parents um, are both firmly boomers. Her uh, generation should be called. But yeah, so it was like, I feel like it's even worse like growing up in that because there's so many things that I've had unlearn like in my old age and it just, it's weird. And it's weird being in that divide, like in between like the, you know, I've seen memes about it talking about like Gen X or just sitting back and like watching everybody fight. And it's, it's true.
0: You know, but I've heard learn. people say that we're like we are kind of like the silent generation of the newer generations, in like the forgotten sense of like people we we're forgotten. Like, there's so much content made about millennials making fun of millennials now, whereas I feel like there's not that much about Gen X. I'm like, why is that like this like secret little pocket of human beings from like I think it's from like 69 to 80. So that's a big chunk of people. Yeah, but they don't get bashed on the internet.
1: Well, they better not bash gen x on the internet because we'll we'll cut them (laughs) well i saw a video and it was this woman talking about like she was responding to this guy's video about like you know bitching about gen x and stuff and she was like you know what we were the last of a certain generation like we were the latchkey kids we didn't have padding on our playgrounds we had to get home when the street lights came on Mm-hmm. we we were raised differently we were of, of our own devices and had to fend for ourselves my and i think we really the last to do that
0: yeah well my what makes me laugh when you say the street lights come on was in my court you know which was one you lived on the is, wild cat way right yeah and you were one street over yes yeah, on rosewood court represent and i live there with three girls yolanda juanita and angelina and her her parent their parents called them home by whistling like the like when you put your mouth Mm -hmm. i can't do it and so my mom decided to to pick that up too so that was like our thing was like you got to be within whistle range so that you can come home when you hear your mother whistle for you like a dog
1: oh yeah yeah, I, I probably heard that a lot okay. living there.
0: <laughs> my mother had a powerful whistle because this is when she bartended. So she would come home from bartending on Bethel Island and then she would you know, pull up in the driveway and then she would whistle. And she had the loudest whistle. I have tried my entire adult life to replicate. I cannot. Yeah,
1: I can't do that. I also can't do the clack thing that like the gay boys and the drag queens do, that pop thing. I'm like, I can't.
0: Which pop thing why do I know what you're talking about
1: it's like, kind of like a...
0: Okay.
1: but a lot of the drag queens do it and I I just cheat and like snap behind my head and open my mouth so I'm like miming
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but <laughs> you I can't, know what make it work and I can't do the like the I wish I could do the whistle thing because like that would have been handy like I tried to do it when I was in New York I'm like I'm gonna hell attack the cab
0: right it's the taxi whistle.
1: Yeah. And somehow I did, and I don't know how. I was like twenty two and drunk as fuck, but I was still held a taxi cab. But I it was probably like two in the morning, so there probably weren't as many.
0: We can pretend like, it was because you because
1: I was just awesome.
0: You to the
1: I was living my best sex in the city life. No, I was probably just like drunk on like the whole experience. Cause that was, that was when I met Madonna. And then we went afterwards and saw her uh, backup singers and met them. And when so we did going, the
0: MTV thing. Yeah. 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 I didn't somehow, I never knew that that happened, which like when I read that, I was like, how did I not know this occurred?
1: Well, it's weird, too, because, like, they filmed it, but they never showed it on MTV. So, I'm like, it's in the vault somewhere. Somewhere
0: you are there, and that is real. And that would annoy me. Like, that would make me so upset if I did something like that and they didn't air it. Like, it would bother me. Like, I feel like I would, like, need to, like, infiltrate the building and, like, find it. Like, you have to air it. I'm an attention whore, and I need it to be seen.
1: But I also feel probably it was because they didn't get enough, like, juicy, salacious stuff. Because, uh, okay. like, they only followed around some of the people that were contest winners. Like, they obviously chose, like, the gayest of the gay gayerson to film. They, like, yeah. interview with them and they followed them around. But, like, you know, I was just kind of like, I was young and whatever. I mean, obviously, I, there was no hiding it. But I just think that they, they just... We're very selective, and this was like right when I knew um, that the whole thing was kind of a farce. Because what year was that? It was two thousand, so it's when she had the music album out. The that whole they're
0: still figuring out how to do reality TV. Like that, it uh, hadn't existed yet. So you're like free was- reality TV. The real
1: world was still a thing. It came out ninety two.
0: Right, but that was, like, I feel like the real world up until about, like, 2000 was, like, more documentary style. Like, legitimately just kind of, like, flying by the...
1: Somehow it cut out for a second. Where have you gone? Are you there? Can I hear you?
0: You there we go.
1: Okay, yeah. th- you're back. It was a cliffhanger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Where did I leave you?
1: Uh, you? They were figuring out how to do...
0: Oh, right. Well, they, they just were figuring it be- out. And then yeah. once you know, then the people who are applying for that, they know the format, and so they come performing versus a real organic, like, actual documentary-style yeah. reality.
1: Yeah, because I feel like they wanted everybody to like play it up. And I was like, I just thought it was weird. Cause I remember we got off the plane, they lost my suitcase. So I had like my jeans and this like cream sweater I was wearing. And like, I had this whole outfit and everything bought so I could meet Madonna and and thankfully I had uh, they gave us a thousand dollars spending money. So I was like, okay, I can buy clothes. Um, but so we took forever to get to the hotel. And once we got there, I was, and I was sick too, or just getting sick. And so I got to the, um, the penthouse and we met all the MTV people. And I was talking to the chick that I had spoken to and emailed and all that. And I was telling her how, you know, they lost suitcase, blah, blah, blah. And, um, this woman runs up with a camera and she goes, Oh wait, can you do that again? I didn't get that. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I just looked at her and I said, you want me to do another take of real life?
0: (laughs) And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, that's exactly what we're going (laughs) to do.
1: Like, Oh, so this is all fake. Okay, cool.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's Crazy to think like, I remember being at that age and really thinking things like that were, were really real. Yeah. You know, and not realizing that there is someone who's like, could you do that one more time? Could you, let me film it from this angle.
1: Yeah, it was a little um ridiculous. Um and then like when cuz we got there and the whole commercial it said, you know, go behind the velvet rope and party with Madonna and see her perform and blah blah blah. So it's like the whole idea of the contest is you could meet Madonna.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Cool. So I I applied maybe like 3,000 times. I was like online going submit back, submit back, submit back and this is, you know, before cookies and all that. Yeah. But uh, and then my mom was like, you're not going to win. And then they called me and they asked me some questions and I was like, then I waited. And then uh, when I worked at the porn shop, I had a pager cause you know, Back everybody had a day.
0: pager. Yeah. I miss pagers.
1: So. Yeah. And I couldn't, uh, I couldn't call because it was, I couldn't call long distance at work. So I called my friend Gloria and I'm like, Gloria, you need to wake up. You need to three way MTV with me. I know that sounds salacious. <laughs> And she's like, okay, and then they told me I won, and everybody's screaming, and I was like, I don't know what happened, and I still, like, every time I tell it, I feel like it never happened. Like, it, I feel like I'm lying. Right. Um, but when we got to the um, the penthouse, they said, oh, well, you know, you're probably not going to get to meet her. And all of us are like,
0: the fuck you say? And then you riot yeah
1: we just pointed out the commercial and we're like oh at least we get to see her fine and i had never seen her because you know i grew up uh secretly loving her until like a prayer and then i kicked open that door but then you know my mother still was not did not approve um so i just didn't get to see her yet
0: yeah
1: um and so we're like okay we're at least gonna see her that's fine and i remember we rushed back to the hotel um after like buying outfits and stuff and you know, seeing the city and uh everybody had to get ready and then we had to meet the limo downstairs. And we went to this party across the way. It was at Roseland Ballroom. Uh the show was, and so we went to this club across the street and they plied us with liquor. <laughs> and it's like free, free liquor so much liquor.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, that's how it you was- get that good content, right?
1: Yeah. And it was, it was good. It was like all these executives and stuff and they had all this Madonna swag and we were being really like sneaky about it. Cause we didn't know if we could steal the stuff. So we found these, they were like copper placemat looking things with like the, the music logo. And we took two of them and we we're like, how are we going to, you know, store them? And my friend's like, well, we can you know, rip the lining of my leather jacket and we can put it between that and the lining. And I was like, cool. <laughs> but then we're like, how are we going to do that? And I was like, wait a minute. And suddenly I, I became McGaver. <laughs> and I took <laughs> up my earring and I slid it with my earring. And I was like, there you go. Nice. Um, but yeah, and then there was this one fangirl that just like, as we walked out, she just ripped this double-sided poster off the wall, rolled it up and just kept walking. And I was like, damn. She got some balls. I'm like, get it, girl. But like we were just being nice about it. But like then when they're like, Oh, we're gonna go to the venue now, and they lined us up on the sidewalk, and all of a sudden the lights flipped on and the cameras were there, and I'm like, ah shit. And then they're like, Okay, you have a choice. You can either um be front row for the show or you can meet her. Oh and so it was obvious.
0: Yeah. Well duh,
1: meet her um yeah and so then why a
0: choice though like why is that a choice i know why is it like some weird greek mythology like like you must make
1: i just don't know what like if it wasn't very planned very well or uh it's like this i don't know i don't know because like when we went back to uh when we're about to go backstage the the security guy didn't know who the hell we were and right. they're like she's like oh we're with mtv and then he had a radio and they had to figure it out and finally they did and um what worried me is he didn't even like search us right, this right. is like a year before He's and so even,
0: like, It's fine.
1: even then i thought that was weird i'm like somebody could bring anything in and just be crazy
0: mm-hmm.
1: um and then we went backstage and they split us up into groups to take pictures and we were the second group to go and I'm waiting and I took my ex-girlfriend with me. Yes, I said ex-girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, she took my virginity. So I figured I'd, you know,
0: give that her was something. <laughs> um, that's the party gift. Part.
1: Yeah, but it was a mistake though. Cause she was acting like the mo- half of the money was hers. And it was just, she, she did not enjoy the oh, trip. Honey. She, yeah, it was awful. Um, and in the end she didn't get in the picture cause she was too short, so whatever. <laughs>
0: I just win. It never happened. Yeah. She was we're, never there. We were waiting to take
1: the picture and um, the first group is, went and then, you know, my ex-girlfriend was like, you know, I'm freaking out. And she's like, calm down. And I just spun around and I said, fuck you. I'm meeting Madonna. <laughs> <laughs> and then to make it worse, like we're just talking and we're anxious and, and getting all excited and then Rosie O'Donnell walks up and she just goes, Hey, I'm have you met her yet? And I just looked at her and I said, Rosie, you're not helping. <laughs> and I should have just said hi, but I was just foaming at the mouth, freaking out.
0: I bet.
1: Yeah. And then we went and we lined up for the picture and I had to be in the back cause I'm tall and uh, there was a lesbian in between me and Madonna, but I stuck my hand over the shoulder and put my hand up and on her shoulder during the picture. Oh no,
0: I've seen that picture. I remember that picture being coming.
1: And we took the picture, and then um, she thanked us all for coming and said she hoped we enjoyed the show. And then I reached my right hand as far as I could, and she shook my hand. Then we went out onto the floor, and I was like almost in tears. And I'm like, I just met Madonna. Oh,
0: that <laughs> makes me so happy.
1: And I don't remember the show, like I sort of do, but like I was just like in cloud nine. The only thing I really remember is these two chicks from Jersey getting into a fight in front of me, which that was brilliant. Nice. I was there for that. I thought they were gonna like pull each other's hair and get into a total fight. And I was like, okay, I'm living for this. (laughs) (laughs) What a city, I love New York. I don't know why we even trailed off on there but you know what happens Well because
0: you we whistled for a cab and then we took the cab. Yeah. We took the cab all the way down Memory Lane.
1: Yes. Well it's like my friend Lana and Dana they used to play a game called that reminds me of the time where like we would just bounce off each other's stories to the end of time.
0: There's nothing better than finding yourself on a random tangent where you're not sure how you got there, and if you try to retrace your steps, like you're like that is even stranger that we ended up here. Yeah, and then because, you're like, how did I get here? Right, oh, unrelated steps to getting me to this place. Yeah. Yet, like,
1: kind of like life.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Like life.
1: Oh. oh! I didn't tell you, I'm drinking one of those truly things.
0: Wait, what's that? truly
1: it's like a white claw Oh,
0: i tried that once the white claws yeah i'm gonna give this a whirl and i tried them and it was i had to pour vodka into the can
1: oh yeah that's what my friend mary does
0: because i was like i'm just not feeling like you're you're delivering what i need but other than that it was okay there was a slight headache that came with it but nothing terrible yeah, it's not
1: bad. I mean, I probably shouldn't be drinking it because I'm on antibiotics, but whatever.
0: I mean... Never, honestly, never mind what I'm not for either. Whenever I think about drug... What do they call them? Contra- contradictions? Contrad- There's yeah. a special word. It's not contradiction, but it's a special word. It sounds like contradiction. It's for drugs. I'm always yeah. like, well, I've done that. I've done worse, like... I'll be like is it okay to take this with that and my husband's like haven't you like you you've done cocaine like you're probably fine <laughs> like you can't be like this cocaine i bought from a random line cook at the restaurant <laughs> i used to work um how does that really how does that blend well with the antidepressants i'm on have you guys do you have the web MD on that
1: uh i miss cocaine I miss cocaine too. I loved it and it's terrible. And like I tell people about it, I'm like, don't ever do it because you'll love so
0: fun. <laughs> Well, yeah. nowadays with the fentanyl, I don't know how the children cope with that. I mean, I yeah. guess I see that they have the strips at the doctor, and I always like feel like I should put some in my pocket just on the off chance that someone offers me cocaine. Yeah. No, one, no one will offer me cocaine, but just in case I have a fentanyl strip for it. You don't, you don't go anywhere. I know I don't, but just in unless case... I
1: suppose they're offering you some coke.
0: Right, unless a, a crow flies by and drops a small bag of cocaine in my in my lap, then I can test it with a fentanyl strip that I got at my gynecologist's office.
1: But that's also probably going to be some good coke from a crow. I mean, come on now.
0: I, I bet they know exactly where to get it. I yeah. bet the, the McDonald's crows are the ones that have probably the access to the good drugs.
1: Yeah, I imagine them kind of like the crows from um, The Wiz
0: yes <laughs> yes the crow yeah. from the whiz is what the crows that live here in my neighborhood need to aspire to be
1: yeah someday hopefully it's brilliant i love it Ah, oh, cocaine man Yeah, that was the only one that I really liked. Like, I'm not wild about pot, it's fine. I've done it, I like edibles better. Um, I did GHB once willingly. Like (laughs) I tell people I roofied myself. It was a weird night.
0: Have you seen the rest <laughs> of development? How he's always roof there's one character who roofies himself all the time and he calls it forget me nows Like whenever something bad happens to him, he's like, take a forget me now. Or like if he does something to someone he wants them to forget, he like slips them a forget me now. That's what he calls them. Uh, that's amazing.
1: Um that. I I need to get more into that show. Like I think I've only seen four episodes and I don't I feel like know. The why. Show,
0: you either like it or you don't. And that's okay.
1: Yeah, and I enjoyed it what I saw, but I just I don't know, I didn't get that far. Um, it's not like shows like uh, Parks and Rec, which I just watch r- repeatedly. like I don't I can't tell you how many times
0: I've seen it. Yeah, no, I have not stopped watching office or Parks and Rec ever since yeah. the first, when I whatever I began watching them, I'm still watching them on an endless time loop that will never end ever. Yeah, And if anyone has a problem with that, then they just haven't watched those shows enough to understand Mm -hmm. how it's like my anti-anxiety drug. That and like the the Golden Girls is also in that lexicon of like shows that I'm never not watching. Like I might take a few months off, yeah, but I'm still watching it. And I will still put it on in the background because those are my actual that's my family now. Those are my family now. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't have a real family anymore. I have TV show family.
1: Yeah. I get it. And there's something. I read an article about it where it was talking about, and that's how you know you're old too. When you you start a sentence with, I read an article.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know my mom, that reminds me of my mom being like, I emailed you an article. That's like the old version of, of, um, Of memeing is your mom sending emailing you an article that you will or my my mother will clip them out of magazines still and mail them to me and i'm like god bless you i am throwing that in the trash
1: i know or when they were like oh i was reading looking at the reader's digest like oh
0: That exists.
1: I don't know if it still exists. I know my grandparents had a subscription. I, to it,
0: though. I, I just want to know that the read. I hope the Reader's Digest exists in print form eternally, even if nobody ever picks it up again. <laughs> I just need it to exist. I feel like when that ceases to exist, the fabric of the universe will begin to unravel. Well, you know
1: what? I want to to thrive even more. So I want to know if Highlights Magazine is still around. It,
0: Okay, I can't speak for today in 2023, but in the year of our Lord, 20 20- <laughs> fucking 12, it did because my kids got it. Oh my Because God, some, makes- some sweet old woman who lived next door to my kids' grandparents, like their dad's parents, she bought them a subscription to Highlights and to Ranger Rick, which is a oh, quality God. nature fucking magazine, if it happens to be anyone listens to this who's looking for recommendations for children's magazines, let me give you my recommendation right now that Ranger Rick is the fucking shit, and you need to get it.
1: I want whoever actually listens to this to record a reaction video, because I want to see what their face looks like, if they're puzzled. (laughs) What
0: are they talking about? We're talking about Highlights Magazine. Goofus and gallant, bitch. Goofus and gallant. If you don't know who Goofus and Gallant are, you don't even have morals. How do you have morals? Talk about the Bible. Fuck the Bible. The Bible means nothing unless you know who Goofus and Gallant are. (laughs) That is how you decide your fucking morals. Is Goofus and Gallant? Oh my god. Okay, Highlights Magazine is more important than the Bible. That is the yeah, final it's... statement I'm making here today, right then, now. then
1: not they have those, like, uh, like hidden picture things yes. or whatever, like, find the... Yes. The and that was right next to Goofus and Gallant. Yeah.
0: Goofus is like, look, I'm doing cocaine from a line cook at the Mexican restaurant you worked at. And Gallant's like, I just saved my mother from a fire. Which one do you want to beat? And the answer is Goofus every time.
1: oh my god it's it's like uh oh god what's do you remember the electric company Mm -hmm. do you remember whimper and wine yes yeah that's kind of what it reminds me of too
0: exactly like that
1: different scale yeah but you know
0: yeah see in the old days people knew how to quickly and (laughs) easily assign moral things to for children to easily understand okay
1: yeah we need to get back to that lots of lots of uh, shaming of the kids yeah do you want to be that or do you want to be this because if you're that
0: are you feeling ashamed if not you're not doing it right
1: Oh, God, and then you add some religion to it. And well, and I was sh- raised
0: Catholic, so like shame is like a badge of honor. Like you, if you're not ashamed, like you should, like you should be ashamed that you're not ashamed. It's really no. the, like the tagline of Catholicism is, just, "You should be ashamed that you're not ashamed."
1: Yeah, and then I think the Baptists, we just were all ashamed, but nobody talked about it, and <laughs> it was a secret shame.
0: A you secret had to hide shame. your shame. And you're going to baptize yourself either in a bathtub or a river nearby.
1: Yeah. And you know what the funny thing is, is I'm actually, out of the three of us, I'm the one that did not get baptized. Really? Yeah. I don't know how I bypassed that. I was dedicated to the church, which is quite different. But, like, yeah, I was never baptized. So I just got lucky, I guess. (laughs) It didn't work.
0: You know what's funny is... Because I'm the oldest, and I'm also seven years older than my sister, I did a lot of things my sister didn't ever do, like Mm -hmm. go to Catholic school and go to, like, then when they took me out of Catholic school, put me in, like, the CCD after school version, and like, I got confirmed, which is like the teenage, it's like the teenage thing you do when you're Catholic, when you're like, I'm confirming that as an adult, I'm like, yeah, I confirm I believe this shit. My sister yeah. never had to do any of that. Mm-hmm.
1: Didn't you get confirmed with that church in Oakley, the Catholic yeah. church? Everybody? Okay.
0: Yes, I confirmed I my once. faith in Christ.
1: Uh, yeah, I went there for Amber's, uh, I think her cousin <laughs> or her niece or some, some somebody's confirmation. And I was just like, Jesus Christ, you get up and kneel down and up and down. And I mean, we're like,
0: doing calisthenics. Yeah, I was like, okay, this is a lot. It's a lot of kneeling and standing up and sitting down in secret handshakes and like chanting I, at the right time.
1: I mean, I'm used to the kneeling. I'm just not used to, you know, having any sort of padding, you know, so that was different.
0: <laughs> <Only>. no, and <laughs> he, I had like a bit of a crush on Jesus because he, I don't know if you took a peek at him up there in that church, but he looked really good. He, he was filled out of, out of wood. Yeah. And, after i got confirmed when you when you were confirmed you have someone who is a sponsor who basically is like i am apparently sponsoring your spiritual it's like retail. you're not okay. it is it's like i i sponsor your soul right so you know i think you know michelle Tara, she is my sponsor yeah. so mm-hmm. she's actually anything that happens to my soul it's her fault but oh let's go now somebody pass it on to her but i decided i i, I was someone's sponsor and when when it came day for his actual confirmation nick i was on mescaline and i <laughs> thought i am the worst confirmation sponsor who was ever lived. i forgot his brother's like why are, are you gonna be here i'm like what are you talking about he's like well because my brother like diego's getting confirmed today i'm like fuck i'm literally on mesclun but i live nearby my parents are out of town (laughs) i'm like on drugs in my backyard so i like walk to the church i'm i'm like kind of hallucinating Jesus is looking really alive and i had to get up in front of the church and like be like yes i i will take responsibility for this youth's soul wow please tell somebody
1: videotaped that
0: No, but I am. That just shows how I am like Catholic times three. I am so Catholic that I was on mescaline at church.
1: Yeah, I know. We, I don't think we ever did anything really bad in church. I think the only, the worst thing I did was at Christian camp. I used to smoke cigarettes.
0: And that's good. Jesus likes that.
1: Yeah, we used to go out onto the boat and smoke cigarettes. But I do remember there was this one boy that was there that had the hots for, and I did make out with him a little bit. And so
0: that was pretty good. I I honestly feel like Jesus probably was smiling down on that. He was like, I walked on water, and why shouldn't you make out on water? Yeah,
1: I know. And I always tell people, I'm like, you know, the whole thing with like, you know, the... God being against, you know, gays and gay marriage and everything. Maybe he's just saying that, you know, maybe they just need to like wait until they're married to have sex. Maybe that's it. I don't maybe
0: know. he was trying to say something about marriage and it got like lost in the translation that he was like, gays can't get married. But he was just really like, you know what? Marriage as a whole is like the dumbest idea that I've ever had. <laughs> and so I'm trying to warn the gays to not take this road. Uh... But it got all confused. You know,
1: but I want to get married though. That's the thing. I'm, well, I'm afraid. It. I'm afraid for whoever I become betrothed to, because a my dowry ain't so hot. <laughs> I mean, let's no, let's,
0: you don't have a good dowry.
1: No, um, and b I already have the entire wedding planned. I just need the fiance.
0: Wait, what is the plan of the wedding? I, well, I want plan.
1: Halloween in like a Scottish castle, preferably
0: haunted. I'm so going to be your maid of honor. Yes. Uh, the Scottish haunted gay wedding.
1: <laughs> and then I want like a tuxedo with tails, but I want it to be like a, either silver or smoky, like almost charcoal.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: and I want a top hat. And of on course. the top hat, I want a fishnet veil, like Madonna in the Take About video. I fully support that. <laughs> And I want to walk down to the aisle to an orchestral version of True Blue. Okay. I'm into that as well. Yes. That is my big plan. I mean, there's little details, and I, I don't really remember what colors I want. I mean, You're
0: like, I'm flexible with certain or certain aspects. Things. What but kind yeah. of haunting is fine? Is it a banshee? Is it a. It's yeah. fine.
1: As long as it's haunted, it's like when I went to. Uh, New Orleans is my friend uh, during the pandemic, and she's like, "I found this hotel and it's haunted." I'm like, "Book it, book it now!" For real? I, I, yeah, yeah. It was, and it had a carousel bar, which was Wait, really like the bar is
0: a carousel. Yeah. So, is like, it is it what? Is it working? Like, it's spinning.
1: Oh yeah, which is weird. It goes real slow, but like the drunker you get, and then they're like, "Wait, I was over on this side of
0: the room." That's so here. cool.
1: Yeah. It was wild, but yeah, it was totally haunted and it was lovely. I love New Orleans, but the problem is, is we went during the pandemic, nobody was there Aww. and it so would comment. They're like, yeah, normally it smells like vomit and, and piss. And I'm like, Oh, and like the streets were empty and it was amazing. But like now I guess it's back on. Um, I did actually loves the pandemic. I didn't love being inside and all no, that. You know,
0: when you I, do go outside during the pandemic and you're the only one out there, that was great.
1: Yeah. Like we even, I think 2020 in November we went to Disney World and nobody was there, nobody. And I was like, sure, I'll wear a mask and I'll sanitize. This is great. Like it's like five minute wait in the line. Okay, that doesn't happen. So
0: yeah. well, no, we went, it was not like that. I went only for my children. I have no interest in Disneyland otherwise. And my gay uncles took me, which so that made it like fun because it was like the big gay. Yeah, Disneyland trip. Yeah. But I was like, I wouldn't be here if not for you guys. So I, I was I like going during a pandemic when there was nobody yeah. there. Yeah,
1: that was great. I mean, I like I like Disney, but I'm not one of those Disney adults.
0: <laughs> no,
1: those people. Huh. I mean, now that's I a fandom. That's yeah, that's some fandom right there. Somebody was talking about how there was like a correlation between the the Taylor Swift, the Swifties and the Disney adults. And I'm like, mm. yeah, they're both kind of frightening in their own way. Mm. I don't mind Taylor Swift. I just, I don't get her. And I just like, I only liked her two little pandemic albums, but.
0: You know, I have not followed her and I don't like the songs of hers that I've liked. I have listened to like a thousand times before I finally like, put it together that it was taylor swift i'm like wait this taylor swift and i'm like oh you know what these are things are cute like i really do like these songs the few that because i'm i'm like not in touch with like modern pop music at all okay. but the few songs i've heard of hers that i know that are hers i'm like okay those are those are bad like like to me, it's my pro I'm the problem. It's me. I'm like, girl, I mean, who among us can not identify with that?
1: I just have a problem with one of the lines where she's like the second chorus, and she says something like, Sometimes I feel that everybody's a sexy baby, and I'm something uh-huh. like on the hill. Okay. And I'm like, I hate that
0: line. I'm also I remember thinking that too. I'm like, who is sexy baby like a young person? Co- like it's just like language I don't understand as an old person because I'm like ew I don't I like the visual I get from a sexy baby what it's I just I'm old? my
1: old you're a sexy baby no, no. <laughs>
0: exactly. Mom, maybe this is just like Bridget you're too old to listen <laughs> you don't understand.
1: well yeah it's bad because it's like a lot of the, the stuff that's popular I'll just listen to it just to see and then I'll like break down the lyrics or look them up and I'm like really this is okay and it just ruins it cuz like I can't just like take it at face value I have to explore and dive in cuz that's what I do with music I think music's yeah, no, understandable You're meant to look at the artist I miss looking at album covers I miss reading the liner notes and lyrics and having your headphones on and having a total experience
0: analog, analog- in a, yeah. in a digital world, that's right that's, right. that's how it goes, yeah. analog girl in a digital world yep. Those are the ways it goes. that's how I feel I'm not very good at um, modern moderning music, because I also the other day
1: uh oh, it's another cliffhanger you've gone away where have you gone, where did you come from where did you go Car 54, are you there? Can you hear me? You'll come back, right? This can't be the end. Bridget? Come back to me. Well, this is fun. Okay, well, it's just me right now. I don't know what's happening. I don't know where she went. I don't know what happened to the... Uh, anything. So... Uh, I don't know. I may have to uh, make a part two because I don't think we're done. I just don't know where she went. Um, yeah, so stay
0: tuned, everybody. We'll have a part two of this and then it'll be groovy.